Ladies and gentlemen, ACE staff really, this is our way of signing off on the year. Our why is simple. We are zoomed out. We're done with calls. Please no more emails. And quite frankly, we're exhausted. Uh, podcasting allows us to have fun. It's personable uh, and is more our style at a time like this now. And again, we are exhausted. Folks, I'm Joe Clossy, and with me is Mr. John Middleton. And we are your administration. Uh, I know this was a year for the books. It's being marked as the year it happened. The world changed as we knew it a few months ago, and we've seen so many changes over this time. It exasperates the yearning for how it was. Perhaps this is why people want to reopen so badly. Perhaps leadership isn't the best. Perhaps once we learn to establish truth again, we can find solutions, like real solutions for everyone, not just some. We have learned some positives, however, as we know that the ACE staff is resilient as hell. We know that we can deal with our families and our loved ones at home and still redefine success in our work. We can find the connection that we have with our students now, more important than ever. Relationships now lead directly to successes with your students. Everyone's been given a clean slate with this lens and it's somewhat refreshing. A new start for some, much of the same for others. We will continue to strive to reach them all. We know that our students have been able to adapt to this change. We have heard the stories from the surrounding districts and we are learning what was not taking place and we did it. My take from this is that the transition then back to school again is gonna be tremendous for some of these school settings. This will foster and perhaps even add depth to an achievement gap here. Our students should not have this. We took five extra days off for the students and only three for the staff. This is the same amount of days we missed last year and the year before due to fires. So really, let's really talk about that for a second, Joe. Sure, yeah. We only lost five days. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a profound statement when, not in comparison to what other people are doing, because I'm, I'm really not interested in what other people are doing, um, but considering the, the fact that this is a global pandemic, we, our kids only lost five days. That's awesome. And I think we did it, I think we acted pretty quickly. Um, I think we unfortunately were accurately predicting what to do. Um, and then as well with our direction, I think everybody rolled with everything we said. It was like instant. There were, there were no, there was no pushback. It was very, a very smooth transition. Um, 
all things being considered, you know. So um, we figured what we would do here is kind of discuss in this podcast to you guys the following. Our goodbyes with our sentiments. And our outlook on what the fall will look like. So let's start with the latter and work backwards. Um, so the fall, here we go. John, if you will take the honors. Certainly. So the first option is back full time. Today, we sat in a meeting, or really just yesterday, but you get the idea. Today, we sat in a meeting um, and it seemed as though every charter director was waiting for the county guidance to tell everyone to wear masks. Their response was that wearing a mask doesn't do anything. I nearly lost it. I, I eventually did lose it. Um, it's a battle that we're not going to win here. And quite frankly, I can give two shits about what everybody else thinks in Ventura County and this country as a whole. We are going to keep people safe. That's what we are going to do. We can't just go back to school in the fall. That's not possible. That doesn't work and it won't. When we reopen like we are and people are not careful, we have learned what happens. People die. If for some reason the virus does not react like it did and it just goes away magically in the morning, it just floats into the air and we all go back full time in the fall, then that's awesome. If we have a cure and a vaccine that can be disseminated in time, and we go back in the fall, again, that's awesome. Option number two is a staggering possibility. Um, and this is like our best option. We have small numbers, and this plays to our advantage completely. Uh, if we use the lens as if this is the new norm, and we may be with this social distancing, guiding our paths wherever we go for like the next year at least. We could get creative with what staggering means. We'd have to figure out how to get kids to school, and this is clearly our biggest hurdle. Wearing masks on campus is an absolute must. Gloves, I mean, if possible. Um, we will also be open to playing a role in some sort of tracing if necessary. Um, all schools will, I'm certain. It, I mean, they, this just isn't me kind of speculating. Um, this means we would assist in screening kids regularly. Um, that could mean taking temperatures, vital signs, visual scans, documented and reporting. Um, this way we can get to it and be proactive and playing this crucial role, um, a new crucial role that schools will be more than educational facilities, um, but staggering nonetheless. And so there's a couple of scenarios 
that staggering would look like? Yeah, really, what does, what does staggering look like? Well, scenario A is, is roughly this. We let project-based learning drive instruction. Projects will come from CTE and can be driven in this regard to show annual competency. Uh, but it can also have an addition of PBL-driven instruction within the core courses. Really think about that for a second. The student purpose for being on campus would revolve around completing hands-on work. Kids go to school by grade level for CTE projects, maybe one day a week. We would have to spread out the CTE classroom areas, obviously. Core could be remote, similar to what we've done in the last 10 weeks. However, we could have maybe a menu of options for students to choose from across the day based on a collection of lessons that you each have created and stored. Think about Marina and Allison's math um, videos, maybe like an a la carte soup du jour lesson of the day. However, lessons again would still be organized into units that would align into classes they have now. But they would also hold a value when completed. Enough would equal a course. This is a radical change that will be very uncomfortable for some, but empowering for others. It will break down the barriers of time. It'll break down the barriers of semesters and terms. Meaning, perhaps time is actually calculated by time and completion as opposed to a calendar. Think of it like a video game. The further you go on each level, the more points you score. Enough points will get you to the next level. In our case, it could be, well, that gets you to the next grade. Some would go faster than others. We're really differentiating what learning would look like here. This would totally revamp your schedule. This way, you can make it so students meet with you, discuss what learning looks like for them during your office hours, and they don't have to check in every day. They check in when they need to. So that, that scenario A is crazy. Um, scenario B, we have grade levels come in on specific days for all classes. Um, and this way we'd have about 70 students on campus at once. If 70 students are on campus at once and they have our classes all day, the teachers would change the rooms instead of the kids to reduce passing in the halls. We'd have to adjust the room sizes um, as this would mean major changes um, that should begin like next week in the, in the physical layout of the campus with 70 kids in total on campus. We would all have our preps as usual. Um, and we teach the kids once a week on site. Um, Fridays we're all, um, 
home for office hours and virtual learning check-ins. Uh, and these changes would obviously be kind of costly, but definitely doable. Yeah, it's a, an interesting concept when you think about it. Um, scenario C that I'm thinking of is not all that different, um, but it, it changes what the schedule looks like or who's grouped with who slightly differently. So scenario C is we stagger our schedules where seniors are on campus on a block schedule from, I don't know, let's say 8 to 12, Monday, Wednesday. Juniors, 8 to 12, Tuesday, Thursday. Sophomores, 1 to 4, Monday, Wednesday. Freshmen, 1 to 4, Tuesday, Thursday, and so on every week, right? Everyone does virtual learning on Fridays. This would be crazy as I have no idea how to make a block schedule. I'm still learning how to make a normal schedule, um, but it could be possible. Why this might be beneficial is because if you have kids that are in school, it might be best to take the late shift. Think about your kids that you have at home so you can focus on them as they're gonna be doing something like this as well in their own districts. If you are a morning person, a la Mr. McGuire, this could be better for you. If you hate the afternoons, a la Mr. Vasquez, this could work for parents picking up or dropping off. Could work for those who'd rather use their time exercising at that time instead, maybe like me. Who knows? But it's one thing that doesn't make a huge physical impact on our school. And logistically, it would be a nightmare. And contractually, we'd have to figure out what that looks like with each of you. But it also prevents an opportunity to be safe and limit the number of kids on campus. I'm thinking now about scenario C and the bus slash hot skip drive schedule that is like yeah so fun um and then so so to recap so far we had back full time possibility right then we had our staggering yeah. possibility with scenario a b and c and then the third thing we're thinking about with regards to what school would look like in the fall is um if it was like it is now right like how it just was at the end of the semester here. Um, I'm also calling this a replica of what we just experienced, of course, modified based on our revisions, um, but it'd be all virt virtual learning. Um, we'd have to figure out what this looks like on an evaluative basis, why we'd need buses, why we'd rent the portables, and so on and so forth. Um, your classroom, would be more of your studio to produce lessons for media platforms um, in the event that we go back to how this all started. Scenario D, right, of this, this third part, scenario D, is what we just did. But since we've done it, we can collectively make a decision on grading terms and what teaching looks like, et cetera there. So, you know, there's that.
Scenario D is interesting in that I, and I think this is something for, for our teachers to really think about. One of the things that you're saying in that, Joe, is that there's the potential for, for the classrooms to open back up on campus, but for the teachers. Correct. But for the teachers, so the building would be like their playground, kind of, where they yeah. could make magic happen. Um, the only unfortunate thing is uh, you'd be teaching to an empty room, but you might be looking at a camera with equipment projecting all of them on maybe the Promethean board or something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah. And, well, and then you're also getting your sense of space back at home. Yeah. Hey, you get to go to work every day, et cetera. Absolutely. So which, uh, Joe, of those three options do you like the most and why? Um, well, I mean, the, the easiest would be go back full time, right? Because um, that would mean that we are healthy and the world is good again. And we can rebound like we're all hoping a rebound will happen. Um, so that I think would be, that would be awesome. But knowing that that, the possibility of that is slim. Um, you know, I, I, I look at it from so many angles, John, like the mainly the administrative side, which is um, what is the cost? What is the likelihood? Are we safe? How, you know, how, how can I ensure we're keeping integrity um, with learning and with what instruction looks like. So, you know, I think ideally scenario C sounds like it'd be the funnest mm -hmm. with regards to kids coming in for half days. We're on these like half day kind of schedules or staggered schedules. Yeah. Um, we'd really have to bank on hop, skip drive, picking our kids up so we can get like two in a car at once. And that would be our, our safest way of, you know, if I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like, let's say, um, you know, Wendy's teaching a class, you know, Wendy might be teaching a class of students in an area that's like the size of the cafeteria outside, you know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and we change the campus around to meet those needs. I don't know, which, which one do you like? Um, you're, you're going to hate me for this, but it's the dreamer in me. Um, I I definitely like the staggered schedule idea, the, just the staggering possibilities, mm -hmm. whether it be scenario A, which I'm super excited about in there, yeah, or scenario B or scenario C. I I I just don't want to go back to to what we have done because we've done it, yeah. and I also don't want to be virtual for everything unless that's what we have to do for health and safety reasons. Yeah. If for health and safety reasons, we need to do a virtual learning environment, then that's what I will do. Um, and that's what um, we will continue to do as a school. Health and safety, I think, defines and drives that yeah. third option, Joe. Um, yeah. But like, and, and I mean, these are conversations that we had pre-COVID how can we redefine what education looks like for kids? Um, and that, like that, that dreamer in me is super interested and excited about redefining what the school day looks like. 
breaking down the, the, the idea of a six period day across four years, um, I, I'm, re I'm really interested in the idea of like, how can, how can our CTE pathways define what that schedule looks like for kids? Um, that's really cool. And then the other thing that I'm, I'm really interested in is like, we live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. We have some of the best weather in the world. How can we move our classes outside? I like I, it. I, I would do better in math if it was outside. I, I would teach better if I got to teach outside. Um, that's really interesting. And I know just being outside doesn't, doesn't address every all of the health and safety issues but when we think about like what does the traditional school built environment look like and as a school that thrives on on training kids to to be architects and design their own future like we have an untapped space yeah that, that we could really play around with um the junior senior freshman idea i like it but then i don't like it for one reason i don't like dividing it by grade I think in, in high school, uh, especially we saw this last year with our, our, our vertical mentoring on Fridays, how important it is for freshmen to be linked in with seniors and how important it is for seniors to realize that they're not all, all that is in this world and to be linked in with freshmen again. Um, so I would hate to while I love the, the progressiveness of like redefining what is the best time for you, um, whether it be the morning or the afternoon, and studies show that teenagers learn better in the afternoon anyway, so that's addressing like what the research literature would say. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to like segregate the campus based off grade level just to say that we're social distancing. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's actually like that's what some of the larger districts are going to probably end up doing. Um, I can think back to our last board meeting um, where they were talking about like moving classrooms so that all of the freshmen are in one geographic location on the Cam High campus, like in the C wing. Yeah, and right. then on the top of the hill over where the A wing is, um, all, that's where all of the seniors get to hang out and are. Um, and then as if those worlds are never going to collide. Um, I don't know. That's... I mean, those are like, those are bigger solutions. Yeah. A, a school the size of ours, we couldn't do that. It, so like, let's figure out how maybe a rotating block. But again, that's like, that's where the science of, of health and safety versus like the progressiveness of our thinking when it comes to like, what does school look like? Mm -hmm. so, I don't know. Cool ideas. It's definitely going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. But in, one of the things I am really excited about is terms and semesters might actually go away. We may be even like entertaining some sort of year round program. Mm -hmm. hmm. We may be on trimesters. Um, you know, we, we may make all classes try to be held outside somehow in Campus, some way. Yeah. yeah. Campus can be changed easily it's the amphitheater we've been talking about it now makes more sense than ever um 
We may need to empty the shipping containers and cut them up as workspaces. And we may need to buy more if that works well. Sure, we could get a deal on a couple of them right now. We, we will find a way. And it will definitely be by trial and error. Yeah, I mean, trust and believe we will absolutely make mistakes. <laughs> Just hopefully not very many. Yeah. Um, what we're not going to do, though, is decide without your input. Uh, and so we're not going to, what we're not going to do is decide this week or, or probably even next week either. I was just waiting for Dr. Levin to decide what we're going to do. And then we're going to do it from there. What we're going to do is keep our ear to the ground and plan for all of the above and be ready to flip the switch when the time is right. Or move to Canada and follow you guys online. Uh, so what we're also not going to do is act like it's okay and act like it's gone or not something we need to worry about. So let's leave it at that for now. We have options. They are radical. You will be asked for your input as we're asking you now, if you want to help with this, um, you know, reach out to us over the summer and we'll loop you in on the discussions and the planning. Um, as the summer gets into July, we should start to know a little more of a definition um, of the, you know, based on the world around us. And that leads to our conclusion on this. We search like hell to find the truth. We read everything from Fox to the Times and all the sources in between. We communicate and bounce stories off of each other constantly. We talk to each other and our loved ones about what is happening. And we hear with open ears what the responses are. I see everyone wants to open up. And I know that money makes this country go around. Uh, I know that we are opening whether it's the right thing to do or not. Uh, and I know that it's not the right thing to do because of what I've read and what I've heard. So in conclusion, what we will be doing in the fall will be the safest for all of us. If you need specifics in your room to adhere to social distancing guidelines, you can best believe you will have them. I will use the CTE money grant um, to make it seem like they are being built by kids, like I did with our offices, if we have to justify spending money. No one is better at that game than me. It is the sleazy New Yorker in me, and I'm okay with that. Um, so this is what our options are looking like for the fall. My friend, what a year this has been. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, it's, it's crazy when you think about, like, where we were in August and in, in, like my big rallying cry and, and, and point forward was like year 10, the year 10 of ACE being next year. Uh, the, the, our first IB cohort um, expanded pathways across four years for the first time at ACE. Um, and at the start of the year, the most students we've ever had as a school. Um, and 
and where we are now um, is actually not very different when you think about it than where we were in August as a school. The world is completely changed. Um, and the historian in me knows that the world has completely changed. Um, but yeah, man, what a year from our, 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 our new staff to our new students to the, the students that we said goodbye to on Wednesday. Yeah. What a year. I think that Tuesday and Wednesday were fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Do um, we ever do graduation again the way we used to after that? I would, I would like the record to reflect that at 2.01, somebody said, all right, Joe, should we begin? I think it was you, John. You called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, what, is everybody here? And you said, no, the De Bruins weren't there and Bradley wasn't there. And so I was like, all right, let's just wait. So we didn't really start until that was definitely the worst decision I have made since we've closed because kids started to get out of their cars. Um, and so that, you know, that we, we didn't start to like really two Oh four ish two Oh five. Yeah. And I think Laura said we finished at like two thirty six or two thirty five or two thirty four or something like that. Cause there, the comment was like, we were a few minutes over. I'm like, we didn't start till two Oh five. It so, it took us like half as long to get the kids in the parking lot than yeah. it did for for the actual ceremony. Yeah, I think we you know if we wanted to do that again, I've learned so much from that process that I don't think it would be that hard to pull it off. Um, the Minecraft world was from I mean from my perspective at the school with Nikon and and, and um, Malcolm was insane it was intense it was a lot of fun um malcolm had an idea of the amount of people that were in the game and in the realm and watching the twitch and he was overwhelmed by it i think so me and nikon were kind of like fired up and you know it was it was cool it was very the the reactions i got from the people who watched it was very positive it was all about how you know it was one of the more creative things that they've seen. Um, you know, if you have the kids with the ability, why not? Right. And I, and I also feel like for a good 10 days, right. Maybe, maybe two weeks, Mm -hmm. it was truly a distraction that consumed me around the clock. And I was not in tune with County statistics and things people are are saying and politics and the jaded ridiculousness that our world is defined as right now. So, yeah, um, yeah. that was nice as well. I felt like the kids had something to do. The kids were distracted. They had something to talk about. It was cool. When you like one of the things that I really enjoyed about Tuesday night was watching Malcolm and I've seen him before, but just watching Malcolm and Bradley the the day before on Monday, watching them and their element. And knowing that like the the journey and the act of learning is what they are doing right now because of this 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 challenge that we've given them. And, and when you think back to our, our our scenarios and our ideas for next year, 
like, all right, well, what does true project-based or problem-based learning look like? Plan a graduation using Minecraft. Yeah. Like there's, there is a, and, and we, we did it, or, or let me walk that back. They did it in what, like three weeks. Imagine if that was a semester challenge that the entire school took on. Plan a graduation or build a virtual world in Minecraft. Yeah. Um, and then when you think about like, all right, our amphitheater and, and the shipping container idea and outdoor learning space, that's not uh, like, I want the teachers to really think about this for a second. That's not a, all right, we're going to hire Taft Electric or Allen Electric um, to come in over the summer and build a outdoor space. That's not what we do at ACE. Right. Our outdoor space would be the first semester of next year using class time to build a new school or build a newer version of ACE. Yeah. I mean, what if Marzi's kids designed outside classrooms with the actual teacher who will teach in those rooms as the client, you know, so you have, you actually have somebody's opinions that have to be weighed in and needs that have to be considered. The geographical location would always be a huge factor. Of course, we might have sunshades all over the dang place, but um, the potential is there. You know, I, I remember, um, thinking about and then saying for quite a while to the staff and, and, and a number of times, think about the things a month ago that mattered most and now ask yourself if they still matter and, and what does. And when I think about the things a month before this happened that mattered most, I can't even remember what they are. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's been yeah. a roller coaster of... Um, just night after night of information to consume and figure out the world around us. Um, you know, and, and I will say, I feel like to, to, to kind of, before we, we go further, I feel like educators are the ones that are almost like kind of put in this awkward place to now solve what's going on in the world around us because if nothing else makes sense and sources are so jaded, education is now starting to play such a crucial role in, I think, our ability to progress as a country. You know, it's, 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 it's weird. And, and I think educators have flowed with this. You know, like you think about the A staff, I, I can't really, I mean, I can speak on behalf of other staff based on my first-hand experiences with them, but ours are, have been the most resilient. Ours have flowed with this and talk about being, you know, thinking outside of the box, being outside of your comfort zone, being vulnerable and trying to address those vulnerabilities, whether it be through trying new things or, 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 dealing with technology on a regular basis, on a daily basis. I mean, that is, that is without fail, probably the greatest couple of months I've seen 
education look from a collective group of educators um, because the challenge was uncanny. It was right a pandemic that we've never experienced before. And yet we were able to still define successes in a way that I think has just been astronomically different than our sites around us. Yeah. And that is completely commendable. I mean, it, it, it speaks, it speaks so highly of our, our, the team that, that, that we're a part of Joe and the, the students that come to our school. It's in a weird way. It's proof that it works. Yeah. 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 And then there's that old Warren Buffett quote that I hate because it comes from Warren Buffett and he can just say things like he does because he's a gazillionaire. Um, it's what is it like the, you learn about who's not wearing swim trunks when the tide is out. Yeah. You know, we learned a lot about the, the amount of resiliency and positivity that comes from the, the people that walk through the halls of ACE every day. Absolutely. Um, and so with that said, on to the goodbyes. Yeah. It, it was so special to see the staff at the college. Yeah. I mean, we missed you guys. We're, we're glad that it went the way it did. And I'm hoping that no one got COVID-19 when they all got out and took that picture. Yeah. We did have to send in the big guns, illegal in three states and two provinces, in Mr. Hatler, to yell at everyone to get the heck back in their cars. Um, I'm thinking that flip-flops for the first time looked intimidating. I don't know. Yeah. We also heard nothing but praise about how the school handled this time. We heard that parents were grateful for their students continuing to learn. They felt that their child is prepared now and can actually prioritize. And these are things you probably may not have heard a lot, um, but we did. Yeah. We were just support there. You know, we, we made some serious decisions with you guys this year and then just supported you as much as possible during these months. We have found that outreach is now beyond whatever it was in the past. And this includes a massive amount of communication. We're gonna to have to train our kids to communicate with us um, on one acceptable platform and we will stick with that somehow throughout. But enough about the kids and parents. We did it, it's over one of the craziest and toughest challenges we have ever faced and hopefully will ever face. We are, and we were successes here. Um, think about that for a second. Where is your end? As a staff, I'm uncertain if one needs to be defined. We have kids signed up for next year. We have potential plans, and because we are small, they are going to work. We now know what we can do. We're still plotting and planning even uh, uh, a move, 
Nothing has stopped that. Um, so don't sleep on me and John, right? We're still, we're still going. Um, and I do think it's, it's the staff that is driving us with that momentum. Um, so to give some shout outs, we're going to say um, that what we think we're doing in math is going to work. Um, I think it was paying off and girls, if you can think of how to make math work with the same efficacy and in a time like now, we are listening to you. Um, we see that gap closing nonetheless, and that is due to you both. Uh, special education, holy smokes. You can't possibly work any harder than you guys. Um, we got the best end of the deal with OUHSD in this one for sure. Um, science, Mr. B, what a first year for a first year teacher. <laughs> Uh, not only that, but you have showed an unlimited amount of heart for someone you didn't know, and now you consider a part of your family. You and your wife must be commended for your unwavering support for Sean throughout this year. Um, Mr. Lang, Mr. Vasquez, Ms. Moreno, and Ms. Renteria, you guys managed to teach students to learn language and culture at a time when both are being redefined completely here. Um, humanities and language have never been more important to us as Americans and also as people. And we should only continue to learn from our pasts and utilize our ability to communicate peacefully as you four show us daily. Um, so CTE, you guys are now understanding the importance of your subject area to learning all things, not just your courses. Um, you see now the value of relationships and that power that engagement has in learning. Your efforts have driven our school's public light to be so bright that we've, we have recruited a full class for the fall. Mrs. Knight and Ms. Morales, I don't say this enough to either of you at all. Thank you for continuing to redefine the culture of math at ACE. I'm actually the one that wrote the joke about the lack of a math award at graduation. But I know that next year is going to be super hard for you two. It's going to be super hard for you two to pick the mathematician of the year because of the number of mathematicians at ACE that you two are creating. We can't forget the office. Who deals more with my crap and Joe's crap or the crap from the kids than Miss Ochoa? Thank you. Thank you for the help. After being lied to, blamed, ignored, you reach out nonstop. And then you still help them, even if it's too late. Miss Nancy, I'm sorry for your recent loss. <clears throat> and I hope you and Abel will now be able to look at each other and realize now that your mother-in-law is not the excuse you don't have any.
Yeah. You two need to go to Europe again and again and again. I want to see the pictures. I think you two should go to Europe and rekindle. Maybe have some champagne in champagne. A whole lot of it too. Take the summer and relax. You've earned it. You've earned every bit of that, Nancy. Miss Monica, I know I tell you this, but you're damn near perfect, dude. You killed it this year, Monica. Um, we say damn near because Tio Benny is always watching and making us feel inadequate at our jobs. <laughs> so it's nice to share that with somebody all the time. Um, but thanks all you guys for all you do every day. It's the summer, Joe. So from that, for this summer, you guys should try to spend it guilt-free with your families and your loved ones. That's what this time is for. It is called summer break. Try to capture this time with memories from those. Please, 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 Social distance yourself like the Japanese do. Avoid the three C's. Closed spaces, crowded spaces, and close contact settings at all costs. When you do have to go shopping, wear a mask for others' sake, as well as for yours. Think about your clothing and perhaps wearing a sweatshirt out might mean you take it off with your mask on before you go inside and wash it immediately if you can. Order food that you'd get for dinner just after lunch and let it sit for a few. Then reheat it up like it ain't no thang and enjoy not doing many dishes. Get some exercise. Go for walks, if anything. Uh, I've come to so many conclusions on walks. Treat yourself properly eat correctly, or eat better than you did before, read and listen to music, introduce others to what you know about both, and finally, watch some damn TV if that's your thing, because now is the best time to binge something completely with the whole summer in front of you. I just finished upload on Amazon, interesting sci-fi wackiness. This is something that I've done continually every summer that I've been an educator and I can't recommend it enough to each of you create a personal fitness goal for yourself that pushes you into a zone that you're not comfortable with embrace being comfortable with being uncomfortable as there is such a great deal that you can learn about your own human potential from uncomfortableness. This summer, I hope to climb Mount Whitney in July on my 37th birthday. All 14,000 feet of it in one day by myself. Why, Mr. Middleton? Well, I do it because I earnestly believe and I know that the only mountains we truly fear are the mountains within our own minds. I go for rides 
every morning with John and I am not comfortable at all after those rides. But they're awesome. That means it's working. Learn something about something that you're interested in but have never actually taken the time to learn it. Find a podcast on a topic and listen to it while you cook. Take a pic and share it so we know you guys are good this summer. Look for emails from us around the end of June, somewhere in there, maybe minus a couple of weeks from that. Um, We'll let you know of something after we go to the board in June and talk about our plans and the currentness of our state, our school, and the nation, we will look at our budget. We'll go from there with possibilities that will be forward thinking. This is only in a few weeks, but we shall see what happens then. Remember, we're a family at ACE. We have been through real challenges before as a school. We've thought it was the end of the school so many times, and it wasn't, nor will this be. Um, Plus, we have a wasp coming up, you guys, so we're only looking to stick around longer. So in conclusion, without certain, be careful out there. Take no chances. Trust nothing and no one. And you should be okay. Have a good summer, you guys. Be well. I love each of you.